DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're joined now by Jay Drew, BYU football writer for the Deseret News. He joins us on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Jay, good morning. Morning, guys. So, you got to uh, hear from Kalani on the uh, Army game getting uh, postponed. What level of hope do you have for it being rescheduled? Uh, I don't have much hope, to be honest with you. I know they talked yesterday that there's a lot of hope down in Provo, but um, when the uh, when the Army AD basically went out and said, hey, we're looking for for somebody to fill that Saturday, and Army already has, I think, 12 games or, or would have 12 games if they, if they add that game, um, I think basically he was sending the message that you know we're 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 moving on from BYU, um, so um, what a that, bummer! That, that is moving on my, from BYU. Uh, I, that was just kind that of sucks. what I got from that tweet. So um, I, I don't know. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I I think uh, I think there'll be more cancellations uh, down the road for, for all teams and, and postponements and all that. So. Um, I, literally, Army might lose a game here or there, and and circle back and say, oh, "Yeah, maybe we will." Uh, you know, we will get BYU, especially a home game, and especially if you can in November if you can get a crowd. If you um, that should be pretty good for their you know for their bottom line. So uh, I don't know. I'm, I I guess I'd say I'm uh, leaning towards that it won't be played, but I'm but I'm hopeful because. You know, I want to go out there. I basically had to cancel my plane ticket um, when they when they postponed the game, and and I'd love to see Army. So, so I hope it happens. With the Louisiana Tech, that seems like a pretty good get. I didn't have very. I know they were talking about adding games during the season, but you know the number of conferences that aren't playing non-conference games, and the fact everybody else had a lot of games set with their conference schedule. I had pretty low expectations to get a team that's averaging nine wins a year over the last six years to get a team coming off a ten-win season. Uh, I thought that was a pretty good get. That was really, I think, kind of top shelf as far as what's available out there. Yeah, I, I, I was pretty impressed too. Uh, and like you said, I mean, they're they're not going to get a, a P five game. I think that's pretty obvious by now. So, and especially after some of the Sun Belt teams beat the Big Twelve, uh, you know, if you're a if you're a Power Five team, I I, I don't know if you want a piece of that. Um, but yeah, that that is a, a good get, and it'll be interesting to see if BYU is going to uh, is going to make that a a home and home if they're going to return the game i combed through a bunch of uh newspaper reports on that last night trying to figure that out and uh it and who knows so um i put in a grandma request to law tech to see what's in that contract um but the way those are going lately i don't know that, that that'll be delivered so uh we'll just have to wait and see but but Certainly a, a really good game for that October 2nd game, which is when BYU would have been hosting Utah State. So this isn't as good as that game, but uh, it's a pretty good get. Yeah, I asked a great question. You folk just didn't hear me. But I heard you, and you'll hear me now. You got me now? I got you, PK. Okay, so By I need way. to know. 
How many guys have tested? Is it three? Is it five? Is it 11? Is it 23? Is it 18? That's the big number, as if it matters. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I heard, you know, yesterday, I think you had a number. I think uh, Gordon Monson in a column had a number. I had a different number, which is closer to yours than Gordon's. I think some of it might be semantics. Is Are you talking about players? Are you talking about other people within the program? I mean, there's a lot of kind of different variables, but uh, but I'll just say um, that, uh, that I've heard that it's, uh, you know, closer to what you reported, PK, than, than anything else. Well, they did say it was a low number, and I think it was a low number. And I had also heard that maybe, you know, BYU wasn't uh, all that thrilled with the decision that there were other outside agencies uh, putting a play on it, particularly with Utah and Utah State not playing. Have you heard any of that? Yeah, I've heard some of that. I've heard that there are some health officials – uh, maybe that lean toward allegiance toward those other programs that that aren't exactly thrilled that BYU is the only team in the Western U.S., let alone the state of Utah, still playing. So uh, I've heard kind of rumblings and rumors of that. Um, and I think the bottom line, though, is I think the restrictions on this place by travelers by the state of New York is kind of the overriding factor in this. I think even if Army had agreed to, to to let BYU come play, I think they still had to jump through that hoop of the the state of New York. And I think that was the the bottom line reason why the game was, was postponed slash canceled. Jay Drew joining us, BYU football writer for the Deseret News. I know when the players are on camera, they say the right things. I've heard multiple players say the right things. Uh, do you hear? But they they tend to bring not always, but they tend to bring veteran players who are more experienced, who you expect would be really invested in playing, and those are the guys I think would be following the rules. Uh, we've seen from other schools that there are guys following the rules, and then there's so many positives. You're thinking, okay, you guys can't really be dialed into this. You know, multiple schools, like Texas Tech and Arkansas State, most recently. Do you have the feeling that most BYU guys are trying to follow the rules so they at least have a pretty good chance of playing, recognizing that anything can go wrong, even if you're following the rules, and they may have to postpone a game? Yeah, I do, and you're right. DJ, they do bring selected players uh, that uh, in the first part of fall camp, they were letting us kind of choose and, and they would do their best to, to make those interviews available. But recently it's just, like you said, the team captains, the more uh, senior players like James Amphy and Troy Warner yesterday. Um, my gut feeling is that um, around about June or July, that there was, and I've been, sources have told me there was an outbreak. They, they did have uh, several, quite a few uh, guys test positive. And at that time, there was a, some pretty stern uh, shots fired across the bow from BYU administration to these players. And from what I've gathered, most of them have, have kind of wised up and, and followed the protocols and, and done what they're supposed to do. But there's 123 guys on that roster. And, and then there, you also have the support staff and the trainers and the sports medicine people. 
there's a lot of people kind of mingling and, and, and involved in putting on practice and obviously on that flight to Navy. Uh, it wasn't just players. There was on the charter flight, there was all kinds of different people there. So, so it's hard. I mean, you, you're talking about a ton of people, but I, I get the idea from the most part that the last couple of months they've, they've done, done their best to, to follow the guidelines and protocols. So the only time we saw them play, they were pretty doggone impressive. How good is this football team? Yeah, I was really impressed, too. I thought, you know, everyone knows about maybe Navy not being prepared or not practicing or going live, but but uh, BYU was really, really crisp. I mean, they only had one penalty. They had one false start by a freshman tight end. Um, when's the last time you've ever seen BYU in any game, let alone an opener, only have one penalty. So, I, yeah, I thought they were really good. I thought they were physical. Uh, the running backs impressed me. I think that was maybe a question mark. But uh, Tyler Algier and Lopini Katoa looked good. The receivers looked fairly uh, adequate. Neil Pau and, and Gunnar Romney and Dax Milne. So, yeah, I was I – was, uh, I think they lived up to the billing. I, I had – basically written a little thing saying this might be the best BYU team in Kalani's era. And I think uh, so far they, they, they showed that they certainly can do that. So, yeah, very, very impressive start. It's hard to take one game and then look all the way ahead in the schedule. And I know Navy hadn't been hitting, so that's a factor with the O-line. But when you read how many guys the NFL is looking at in the O-line, and then you see how the O-line plays, and then you look at the schedule, it's pretty easy to jump to the conclusion that they're going to run for a bunch of yards this year and just push people around. Do you think it's that simple, or do you see a bunch of hurdles in there that are maybe a little more hidden than that? Yeah, I think it's that simple. I think um, for some reason BYU always has trouble problems keeping running backs healthy and we've already seen that with Jackson Chesney now out and then the, the junior college transfer Hinkley Ropati got hurt in practice I don't know why that is but they have a lot of problems keeping running backs healthy but uh, um, and then kind of looking back at my stories over the years I, I feel like I've I've always been too optimistic about the offensive line and uh, and maybe they haven't lived up to expectations or, or kind of the preseason hype. But I think this offensive line is really, really solid. And uh, and not only are the five that started solid, they, they seem to have some really, really good players that basically are backing up these these starters. So uh, it's, it's really deep. And so I think that's a good sign as well. Yeah. And obviously you're running up 55 points. That's going to prove that. Uh, but you're only allowing three. It's like those enormous holes and the eight, nine, or seven, eight yards that the two running backs were averaging caught our attention. But I don't think we can f- overlook the fact that they were dominant on both sides of the ball. And, you know, Air, Air, or, uh, not Air Force, but Navy, it's, you can't really judge the secondary because they don't throw the ball and all that. So that's sort of an incomplete there. But the other guys, the front seven up front, uh, collectively, that's as well as they've played in who knows how long. Yeah, for sure, and I think uh, that Pepe Tanuvasa, the Navy transfer, was a pleasant surprise. You know, I I didn't think he'd see the field much, and he came in and led the team in tackles. Um, you're right, though. I think it'll a bigger test uh, 
BYU's big problem last year was they couldn't get any pressure on the quarterback, and that was shown in the in the bowl game against Hawaii, where they just got riddled. Uh, and of course, they were playing without Austin Lee, their safety that day. But uh, but I think that's the big thing we'll see, especially starting with Troy, is can they get more pressure on the quarterback and um, and and basically take some of the some of the heat off the defensive backs trying to cover these guys for, you know, for so long. So, so that I think remains to be seen. They did get five sacks against Navy, but it Navy was just basically in a panic mode in the second half and trying to do something they're not accustomed to doing. And uh, BYU was able to take advantage of it. So I think the jury is still out a little bit on the defense just because we're going to see a, a totally different offensive scheme, uh, on the 26th than, than they saw on the 7th. You confidence on, uh, confident on the 26th? Yeah, I think so, especially since that game's in Provo. Um, I, I, in my wildest dreams, I can't imagine BYU canceling that game unless there's just this huge breakout. I mean, the, the wild card obviously is, is Troy. If, you know, they're, they're going to have to make a cross country trip. And, and so they're, Obviously, going to have to stay healthy and and uh, COVID free as much as possible. What's the media like going to be as far as you covering BYU? What you're going to be allowed to do game days? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, my guess is it'll be the same as it was at Navy for those of us who went out there, and that's just we're just going to have to stay in the press box and do Zoom post game interviews on Zoom just. Uh, you know, just like we've been doing all through camp and all that. So my guess is they won't allow any sort of uh, – there won't be a post-game press conference or anything like that. No run down the elevator with five minutes to go, huh? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like it. I don't know if they're going to limit the amount of people in the press box. I know Navy did that. So there were, you know – well, let's say they were supposed to be three or four feet five feet between each reporter. It didn't quite work out that way, but uh, that was kind of their plan. Well, Jay, we appreciate a few minutes. Uh, thanks for checking in with us, and uh, hopefully there'll be a game on the 26th. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys.